When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. everybody welcome to episode 35 like holy shit 35 wow. of the Yinzers oh. podcast i'm your host morgan Ertzo here with my co-host samantha james jordan defigio it has been a crazy weekend of football we the yep. Steelers, are not a part of it and like bless up because it has yeah. been absolute insanity mm-hmm. and watching my team involved in this madness would send me over the edge and i know Mm -hmm. that you guys feel the same how what were your thoughts watching the bills kansas city game yesterday Uh, honestly my my most predominant thought was wow the steelers were not good they were so bad um and (laughs) that's not to say that the bills and the chiefs don't equally have a significant amount of weaknesses because they do. I feel like both of their defenses were just kind of like, Oh yeah. What, what, what do we need to do? We don't have to do anything. And How it was, do we play against a quarterback? Like exactly. It was, I had never mm-hmm. seen a remotely mobile quarterback. And it's like, you guys play against one of these guys in practice every single mm-hmm. day because yep. they're both mobile AF. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's, Jordan, you're exactly right. It was like a reality check for us. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We're just not great. And that's okay. That's like, that's not a dig at the team right now. Like things ebb and flow with franchises Mm -hmm. and the state of them. And with the way that the Steelers were built to win, win now, win now, win now for such a long time, eventually that window was going to close. And it just closed sooner than we were kind of expecting. And that's okay. Like that game last night was so much fun to watch. Just like Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes trading off with each other, like going bananas wild. Like I could have watched that all night long. And the thing that made it so fun was that there wasn't an emotional attachment to it. You could just enjoy the talent and the skill for what it was and just be like, wow, this is really fucking great football. Ooh, wow. Dude, absolutely. It mm-hmm. almost felt like, oh shit, like this is what it feels like mm-hmm. to watch a good football game. Yeah. This not, is what yeah. it feels like. Not just getting your ass kicked for three quarters. Yeah. Yeah. And then deciding to show care. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. It was like, 
blast from the past for us because yeah. like I yeah. have not experienced that since Nam. So <laughs> sweet. That was very enjoyable for me. Had a great weekend. Um, let's quickly discuss. Keith Butler took a little bit of a dig at Mike Tomlin on the fan today. Um, and he made similar comments recently in another interview. He's leaving. So right. he can kind mm-hmm. of say anything, mm-hmm. even though, you know, Mike Tomlin kind of gassed him up in his statement about but- Butler leaving. So did Art Rooney. And so mm-hmm. it's kind of like he doesn't really care about burning these bridges. He said, basically, if you thought the defense sucked, don't blame me because that's Mike Tomlin's defense. Mm-hmm. He didn't say it in those words, but he said it. Essentially, mm-hmm. right? Yes, Sam. Like, I what's mean, going through your head? That's something we kind of talked about all year on Yenzers was that mm-hmm. how much of this defense was really Keith Butler's because we've heard from multiple sources that Mike Tomlin calls that defense, mm-hmm. which brings us full circle back to how much is going to change under a Mike Tomlin coaching. I mean, yeah, right. Like no matter who the DC is, Mike Tomlin is allegedly still going to be calling it, still going to be calling Mm -hmm. that defense. And so what's actually going to change? Nothing. Because we also know, according to Keith Butler, and maybe we take his words with a grain of salt, who knows? But we also know that essentially the last few years of Dick LeBeau's career as our defensive coordinator, Mike mm-hmm. Tomlin was calling those those plays as well, was calling the mm-hmm. defense then as well, because that's what Keith Butler said. And apparently that's what's going on. I don't know how to feel about that. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you how do you come into an organization and take the reins from Dick LeBeau? I don't understand that. I'll never understand it. And if that's actually what's yeah. happening, Sam, you're exactly right. Nothing is going to change, no matter if it's Terrell Austin who gets promoted right. that's or if it's part. one of these – or if it's one of these new guys who they're mm-hmm. allegedly bringing in for interviews. Yeah, um, okay. Saints DB's coach, Chris Richard, former Seahawks DC, who actually was pretty successful there. Mm-hmm. He was the DC for three years. He was with the Seahawks for 10 in four look, different positions. Look, was, the, yeah. was the DC there for three years. And his first year was ranked first in points allowed in the NFL. So like a very good – he ran a very good defense. But mm-hmm. – now he's, you know, back to being a DB's coach. They've requested interviews with him and interviews with Giants DC Patrick Graham for the same position. Is this optics? Yeah, what I it? think so. Right. I, I Until the Steelers actually make an outside hire, I will not believe that they're serious about any interviews with candidates outside the organization. And that's kind of like a chicken or the egg argument. I guess mm-hmm. you could, I don't know, but whatever. They they have yet to do it when Mike Tomlin was the head coach. Like they let they let Dick LeBeau run out his tenure there. They let Bruce Arians run out his tenure there. And then they just kept promoting from within. That's been what they've been doing since those two guys left. So I I mean, I'm not going to I'm not going to complain about it because you can't start with an outside hire if you don't interview outside candidates. So mm-hmm. I'm glad that yeah. they're doing that, but it's kind of one of those I'll believe it when I see it things. Like I do not think that they're serious about it. And if they are, I like 
I love the Steelers. And what I want people to hear me say is I constantly hope they prove me wrong. I do. I don't want to be right in my cynicism about this team. Mm -hmm. However, over the last 10 years, they have really given us no reason to believe that the cynicism is unwarranted. So it just, it kind of is what it is. Everything Keith Butler said, I I do take it with a grain of salt, but I'm also like, yeah, I could see that based on the way things play out. Mm -hmm. And are they going to seriously consider these guys from, you know, the Giants and the Seahawks and the Saints? Like, uh, uh, I don't know. Sam, what are the chances that they interview these guys, right? And one of the two just like blows them out of the water and Mike Tomlin is like, this is my dude. What are the chances of that happening? First, like I know Patrick Graham is interviewing to be the Giants head coach. So there's there's that. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't know what coach hearing these comments today from Butler would be like, oh, yeah, I want to take a job (laughs) just so an entire fan base can hate me because I'm actually not going to be calling these shots. Like, if you're given an opportunity to do a job and prove yourself, especially in in the NFL, right? I mean, your work is on display for millions of people to see every single week what you're putting on the field, what schemes you're putting together. Like, I wouldn't want to put my name on that. I'm going to be completely honest. Like, you're exactly right. That is Mm -hmm. such, such a good point and lends itself to the belief that that's why we keep hiring internally because there's a level of control Mm -hmm. that Mike Mm -hmm. Tomlin is not willing to relinquish to these assistant coaches and these offensive and defensive Mm -hmm. coordinators. That Mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense. And so while we're taking everything Keith Butler says with a grain of salt, because yeah, he just like fanned the flames of these fans who already don't trust what Mike Tomlin is doing with these coordinators, but he's put this team in a position where they bring these guys in for interviews and they're going to be like, well, if I'm not actually getting Mm -hmm. the job, if it's not going to fall under, if it's not going to be the same job description that a defensive coordinator typically has, then I'm just here to be a fall guy, essentially. That's not a job that I would want. Mm-mm. I sure as shit mm-hmm. wouldn't want that job. Right. Someone else's failure falls on my shoulders and then I'm the one getting fired for it? Mm-mm. Yeah. Not so much. I also don't think that the issues with the defense are coordinator-based. I don't yeah. think that Keith Butler was an entirely terrible defensive coordinator, number one, because we don't know what the fuck he actually had his hand on. Right. And right. number two – The defensive issues that we had this year were the result of two things, the offense and injuries. Yeah, I wouldn't say that it's a full coordinator, play calling, scheming failure. So it is what it is. That's just a a weird situation. I don't know that we'll ever know the truth about what goes on uh, between Mike Tomlin and his coordinators. I don't think it will ever know. Before we get into the questions from Twitter, because we're going to do that on this episode tonight, I want to talk about why fans, Steelers fans, are being so freaking weird about who other Steelers fans (laughs) are allowed to root for in the postseason. 
Like, are we now gatekeeping not just fandom, but like being okay with another team that's not our team winning the Super Bowl? We're not in it, guys. Mm-hmm. We can't win it at this Someone point. Has to so win if it. I'm okay, if I'm okay with the well, I'm not I don't wouldn't love the 49ers winning. If I'm if I'm okay with the Rams winning the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. Like you should have let me be okay with that. If I'm okay yeah. with the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl, you should let me be okay with that because it doesn't affect the Steelers whatsoever, right? No, it doesn't. And the thing is, like, it's it's fascinating. I I feel like it's a lose 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 situation right now because I really don't want to see any of these teams win the Super Bowl. Right. I'm like least not okay with the Rams winning the Super Bowl. Like, I would love to see Aaron Donald win. I like Matthew Stafford. But for me, as a fan, I love the sport. I want to see what is going to be best for the sport of football. And, of course, Mm -hmm. I want the Steelers to win. But like you said, they're not in it anymore. They lost. Those fans who threw trash on Ben Roethlisberger are not playing in the AFC championship. TJ Hushmanzada paid his dues for rubbing his cleats on the terrible towel. It's over. All of that is over. I think Joe Burrow's a really cool dude and he's a fucking awesome quarterback. I like watching him and Jamar Chase light it up on the field. I hate that they're in our division, but football is fun to watch. I think that this game is going to be great. And if my team, the Steelers, cannot be in it I want to see fresh blood in there every year I don't want to see another dynasty I don't want to see the Chiefs in there every single year because guess what their defense is ass when they play games yeah terrible like Patrick Mahomes is great but as soon as their defense takes the field it's like snooze fest this Mm -hmm. is not like last year's Super Bowl was meh like yeah, their their yeah. game against the 49ers was meh. Like I don't I don't want to watch that again. We know what we're getting from the Kansas City Chiefs. Put somebody new in there. I hate that it's the Bengals up against them. I was rooting for the Bills, but they right. lost. I don't know what to tell you. It doesn't make you less of a Steelers fan. Why are people so obsessed with who other people are rooting for? Seriously, if that is how fixated you are on what's going on on Twitter, take a step back and be like, hey, yo. Maybe I should go to counseling because I am very invested in the wrong things. Like exactly, I don't care who anybody roots for. It's like, but it was like I gotta go read. I gotta go read this thread now because I am. It's really invested in. Absolutely, can we not all just collectively be really happy that it's not Tom Brady? Thank can you. All, can we all just not celebrate that you, fact? Because in yes. this reality, in this dimension that we live in currently, mm-hmm. reality, not this one up here, guys, the Steelers <laughs> aren't in the Super Bowl. The mm-hmm. Steelers cannot win the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I hate to burst your little bubble. They can't. They can't do it. So get over it. And don't tell other people who they're allowed to like. As individual players, as teams, they can do whatever the fuck they want to do. It's weird behavior. Get off your soapbox. No one cares about how your feelings are hurt. That Jordan thinks Joe Burrow is a good quarterback. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's actually a fact. So not only get help, not only go to counseling, but also like kindergarten. Because fact. (laughs) Fact. Literally. It's ridiculous. Interesting. Yeah. The part of you that's an AFC North fan, of course, is like – 
I don't want to see an AFC North football team mm-hmm. other than the Steelers right. win the Super Bowl. Also, Joe Burrow's fucking awesome. Both can be true. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, they are not mutually exclusive. You're exactly they, no, they're you not. can be two completely different things. On another hand, I don't want to see Jackson Mahomes and oh whatever Brittany, I think is her name. I think it's Please God. I don't want to see her spraying champagne over to... unwilling participants ever again. Children <laughs> scream, ever again. Scream. Like I that might as and well like, be Tom Brady, because that shit yeah. is annoying. Let's talk it, about that for a second. Cause yes. okay. Like it people who come to the to rush to their defense to say they got excited about a win. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, yeah, people get excited about victories, and that's normal. But it's these two people in particular all the whose time. Only validation comes from either being related to or dating, and the mother of the child of the best quarterback in the league that makes right. them feel like they have the right to behave however they want mm-hmm. fuck everyone else yeah. that's yes. what drives me bonkers they yes. don't they don't have any understanding of how and their actions no self-awareness come other people yes very yeah. little self-awareness they think oh because i have patrick mahomes baby or i'm related to him by blood we can just be clowns and do all this stupid stuff and nothing's ever going to happen to us no because we're that important yeah right. like you're not that important get excited about the win but this just all feels so showy to me it's juvenile like, and it's embarrassing yeah. mm-hmm. like there is no way that patrick mahomes walk, comes home after a game and says "Brittany." I get it. We're all excited, but could you shut the fuck up? <laughs> You're embarrassing me. Like I'm, there is no way that that dude is okay with that. No, mm-hmm. no one would be okay with that. No, no one would be okay with that. It's like such it, an embarrassment. Act like yeah, you've been though. here before, because you have. Because yeah. mm-hmm. you have. Yeah. Like yeah. I get it. It's exciting. I, you know, I, I don't want to fault them for being excited at the same time. Like. Learn how to conduct yourself. Yeah. You're in like, public. It's not like you're at home. Yes. Like, it's, it's not like the crazy yinzers who toss below you. you. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. It was random fans. And I'm, yeah, I don't know. I don't it's think weird. it's so weird. It's weird. Outside in the freezing cold and getting sprayed with champagne from somebody that's well, in I'm, a club room that's not been exactly. standing outside for freezing hours. Spot on. I didn't even think about the weather. That's such a good Mm -hmm. point. And the last thing that I want to say about this before we get to questions is like, it's, it comes, what it comes down to at the end of the day, when you really think about why anyone has an issue with all of this is like, there's such a lack of respect Mm. from, from Brittany and from Jackson. That's just like kind of astounding. It's like, I don't respect your position where you're coming from. Um, I don't respect that you don't want champagne sprayed all over you right now in the freezing cold. Like I don't respect – I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to do because my – I have a relative who did – who is the reason that we're here. And that somehow yeah. justifies my childish mm-hmm. behavior. I just yep. think it's pathetic. I don't understand there, it at all. Mm-mm. A couple of weeks ago, I don't know if you guys saw it floating around um, – a bar in Kansas City actually made like a huge Instagram yes. post yes. about I Jackson love Holmes. that. And it was yep. like the best thing you've ever read. And it's exactly nailing this again. Like your entitlement because you have a large social media following 
Mm-hmm. Sam, you can, you just, can just, right, yeah. you, could, you could just For walk the, into the bar with a large party. It's a very small bar. And when you don't get your way, then, you know, trash their business all over social media or whatever proceeded to happen. And it's like, they've obviously still learned nothing because they're just acting like asshats still in public. Right. So, so Sam, for the listeners who have not seen that post, could you like explain what that situation was? I actually, let me pull it up really quick and we will do it. And um, let's see, the bar was called. It was a small bar in the Kansas S-O-T. City area. S-O-T. S-O-T. And they said, time to have a talk today we are experiencing a lot of activity over social media regarding a recent visit paid to us by an unhappy guest this person happens to have a lot of followers on social media and therefore it's something that we can't ignore voice reach and influence our power in our case and with many businesses that are logic that are locally owned the power of a few social media personalities can make or break that business. This grants these people a certain power to affect our livelihoods. There are also those that have built their follow. Wait, sorry. There are those that have built their influence by being responsible, informed, positive, and sincere. There are also those that have built their followings by being the opposite. That being said, we have some apologies to make. I have to load the second one. There's more than two. This is amazing. I just love I it know. so much. They said, "Dear at Jackson Mahomes." We are sorry that we set boundaries that you tried to ignore. Oftentimes, people with unearned status and a sense of entitlement think they are above the rules and will lash out at the employee reinforcing them. We are sorry we could not seat your very large group. As you probably saw, our bar is very small. We are sorry that you have the reach that you do, or at least that you think you do, and that instead of using it for something positive, you decided to use it to try and crush a small business. We survived, we survived a global pandemic. We'll survive your ego. <laughs> that was sorry. my favorite part. I know. Uh, we are sorry. Anyways, it just Watch. goes on. And it's just like, and it's just so true. And it's, it's amazing. Like you could just Google yeah. it, Jackson Mahomes bar post and it'll come up. If you want to read the entire yeah, excerpt. Everyone Google it so you can see the entire situation because mm-hmm. everything, the way that this thing played out is, you know, he clearly was trying to hurt that he didn't get what he wanted, tried to hurt the bar and they responded. And, and actually when they say any, no publicity is bad publicity. That's exactly what happened here because mm-hmm. this bar is now insanely popular and mm-hmm. that's amazing. So, you know, it all it all ended up right in the end, but let's jump yeah. right into these questions. Um, we had a ton today, so I picked a couple of you know open ended ones the best that I could. We're going to start with V four Vakara. She asks, "Will twenty twenty two be the first losing season under Mike Tomlin?" Going, we're starting this one off hot. Sam, <sighs> what are your thoughts? Oh my. You guys are really going to do that to us? Mm. <laughs> we haven't even done the draft yet. No matter what you say, no matter what you say, they're going to tell us that you don't know what you're talking about because you're a woman. But go. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, with as many moving pieces as there are right now, I say that there is a higher chance than not. Yes. That this is the first season. It's losing. All right, Jordan. You know, I it's it's hard I was gonna say no I don't think so because like just a couple a few seasons ago whenever Ben got hurt and they were alternating between Mason and Duck they still found a way to you know scrape out with a 500 record but 
I feel like the team always plays better when they have to play up to expectations instead of playing over top of expectations. I I don't know. I, I have a feeling that because that's such a pride point for Mike Tomlin, he's not going to let that happen. Not on right. his watch. He's going to at least, well, now you can't be 500 because they added that extra game, but I think that they'll be at least nine and eight. I think they'll find a way to to scrape out these wins, no matter how painful, so that the standard can continue to be the fucking standard. Um, that's what, how, however yeah. low that bar may now be. Yeah. I mean, looking at our opponents, we have Atlanta, obviously Baltimore, Cincinnati, and Cleveland twice. Uh, Carolina, Miami, New England, the Jets. That's just like classic trap game right there. Yep. Um, New Orleans, Tampa Bay, Buffalo again. Like, why do we keep having to play Buffalo? Every year. What the hell? It's insane. <laughs> Indianapolis, Philly, and Las Vegas once again. So looking at that schedule, like, it's not as tough as it was this year, mm-hmm. right? Like, not as bad as this year. And we still managed to come out with a win winning season. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to say no. Then again, we don't know who the quarterback is going to be. We don't, we don't know. And it could very well be Jason Rudolph or Dwayne Haskins. If I'm, uh, if I was a betting woman, which I am, it's not, (laughs) it's not going to be either of them. It's not going to be either of them. So, um, y'all can just chill. Moving right along, we have Permanti Bro One always hits us with the good questions. After the big time quarterback shows this weekend, speaking of quarterbacks, do you think the Steelers should try to follow suit or, and I loved this question, mm-hmm. innovate the newest defensive answer to them since this is like the new trend in the NFL, like LeBeau's zone blitz last generation, fortify the trenches and run better than anybody, letting air out of the ball, scoring and playing keep away. So essentially, he's asking, like, do you think the Steelers follow suit, find the mobile quarterback, kind of break the bank to do that? Or do they fortify the trenches, kind of get innovative on defense and try to be the first team to kind of come up with an answer for these guys? Jordan, let's start with you. I think that's what they should do. Because with a guy like TJ Watt on defense and uh, an upcoming quarterback free agent class and draft class that looks like it does, you're not going to be able to get the right guy at the right price um, without giving up a ton of draft capital. And that's just something that the Steelers cannot afford to lose given all of the various holes that they have throughout mm. their roster. I think that it, it I, I don't know if they will do that because it has yet to be determined who's going to be the defensive coordinator and how much say they will have over Mike Tomlin. But honestly, like, everything in the NFL is so um, kind of like not just cyclical, but everything is always morphing and evolving. And Mm -hmm. like when Le'Veon Bell was playing with the Steelers, like the 
workhorse running back was the thing. And Mm -hmm. guys like Todd Gurley were getting paid. And now you see that kind of like dissipating into the background because it's not as necessary anymore. Because guys like Todd Gurley got paid. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep. And they were like, oh shit, they get hurt. And then what Mm -hmm. do we do with all this money that we're paying them? Like it, and now there are more mobile quarterbacks who are coming up through the ranks. I think that in order to counterbalance like look at it we said this already but looking at that game last night it was a whole lot of fun to watch but if either one of those defenses had been solid enough they could have completely had an answer for for the opposing quarterback and they just didn't they were totally powerless over right. the the chiefs were powerless over josh allen the bills were powerless over Patrick Mahomes. And it just so happened that the chiefs got the ball first in overtime. That's why they won. And not saying that they didn't deserve to win. That's its own thing. You can't really say anything straight shooting without people coming at it. But I think that if the Steelers want to find success with their lack of mobile quarterback and quarterback at all, um, that's what they're going to have to do. They're going to have to build that defense around TJ Watt and mm-hmm. really commit to finding an answer to those to those quarterbacks. And they're going to have to, you know, beef up their offense too because the defense would do its job and then the offense would just suck the life out of the game. So, it's it's really not one or the other, but I think that that should be the priority because all of the quarterbacks in the AFC right now are like pretty far ahead of the quarterback room that we have right now. So, well, and you make yeah. such a good point and it's exactly what I was thinking. Like you watch the chiefs bills game and you just realize that there really are no answers for these kinds of quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So I'm with you 100%. I would love, yeah. love to see them come up with some defensive scheme that is used to combat those kinds of quarterbacks because that is the way of the future in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Sam, what are your thoughts on that? Um, little conflicted, right? Love the I love what both of your guys' points are, but I think watching our offense struggle so much. And it's mm-hmm. not even, I mean, yeah, Ben was a big part of that. But if we can't score on offense, it doesn't matter what we're doing on defense because we're not scoring. And the defense was getting yeah. so freaking gassed because right the offense is on and off the field and it's third and 25 and it, you know, it just, um, right. So like, does it even matter what our defense is doing? How our defense is schemed up if the offense is worse or just as good as it was this year? Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So you can have all those defensive schemes and right. They're not scoring, but neither are we. No, you're exactly right. Yeah. It's you're you're exactly right. One of them is pointless if we don't if we don't fix the offense first. Mm -hmm. So I love that answer. All right. Next question. We have Trab Thibodeau. He asks, should the NFL consider changing the overtime rule to a full quarter for the playoffs? Sam, I'm going to start with you. Yeah, I'm so sick of overtime. Also, ties should just not be allowed. So Mm -hmm. you just play until you win. I don't care if it takes two quarters after the game is over. Somebody has to win. Right. Mm-hmm. But what about the playoffs when they do this whole like, oh, oh, the first if you score, if you get in the end zone, game over for the first yeah. team. That yeah, gets that the does ball. it. No, I think it's bullshit because it is. It's an right. unfair advantage. Yes. Because basically 100%. whoever wins the coin toss is 
you're basically guaranteed to win. And it's like it's a crapshoot. Like it's mm-hmm. luck of the draw at that point. Right. It has no bearing whatsoever on on earn like somehow earning the right to start with the ball in the game. Mm-hmm. Like maybe that could be a thing. But I mean, I have my own opinions on this. Jordan, I want to go to you next. Yeah. It- it just feels like another one of those areas where the NFL is just like incredibly confused because like if you're going to make it sudden death and make it sudden death across the board, um, but you don't have it sudden death. So yes, like give each team an opportunity to have the ball, especially in a game like yesterday. And there were things that the Bills did down the stretch in the fourth quarter that did not quite make sense to me, like their clock management. Like, what are you doing mm-hmm. here? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but both of those teams, their defenses just collapsed. Like, they couldn't stop anything. And I think that not only just it doesn't make sense to have it be so, like, abrupt. Like, okay, you got the ball. You scored. You win. Yay. Like, it. Right. It robbed us some uh, us of some really potentially incredible extra football. Like we got one right. more drive from the Chiefs. Okay, all right. Yeah. I wanted to see Josh Allen have the ball again. Like right. yes, it, if Patrick Mahomes got an extra shot, give Josh Allen an mm-hmm. extra shot as well. I yeah. think it's ridiculous. I think there are ways because I understand they don't want these games to go on forever. I get that. Mm -hmm. There's a better way to ensure that the games don't last forever. Make it so that each each team gets the ball, right? Doesn't matter who wins the coin toss. Each team, Mm -hmm. whoever gets the chance to score first, the the other team will get a chance to answer to those Mm -hmm. points. I think that if they make it so that in overtime in the playoffs, you can't kick the extra point. You have to go for two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That – gives us a 50% more likely chance that one team will will convert and one team will fail. Right. Yeah. Do that. It's yeah, literally so easy. Uh-huh. It's literally so easy. Do that. Yeah. And if they get a second possession, then it's the first to score. Mm-hmm. Do that. If you score eight points, you're 100% either winning or making it to the second chance to score. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Do that. Like simple answer. Yeah. Moving on. God, it's so stupid, Roger Goodell. All right, yeah, Chrissy Garcia, 92, asks, as Steelers fans, which team would you like to see in the Super Bowl? And ultimately, who would you like to win? Jordan, let's start with you. I don't uh, – again, like we've kind of covered this. Yeah, I don't want to see the Chiefs in another Super Bowl. We've been there. We've done that. I know that that means that the terrible towel-kicking – trash throwing Bengals are going to be in the Super Bowl. That doesn't mean that I want them to win the Super Bowl. I wish that we weren't in this situation, but sometimes because of the way that the NFL playoffs are set up, we are destined to lose no matter what. I see good football. I think that a matchup of the Bengals and the Rams would be spectacular because the Rams have an ultra powered offense an incredible defense. The Bengals, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. I just love watching them. Even Joe Mixon, like just everything they have going on on offense, their defense can kind of keep up. Like, yeah, I, it's going to be, I want the Rams to win. Ultimately. I don't want the Bengals to win the Super Bowl. I can't, I just, 
But at the end of the day, I'm still going to sleep the same, regardless of who wins the Super Bowl. It's not going to be the Steelers. They're not in it. I would like to see Rams coming out over top of the Bengals. And wouldn't that be fun to watch the Bengals make it all the way to the Super Bowl finally and then self-destruct and lose? So I just like there are different victories to be had in every stage of the playoffs. Enjoy it. Enjoy it for the spectacle of football it is because it's going to be good if last weekend was any predictor of what's to come. Mm-hmm. That's, That's what I want to see. Sam, what about you? I, I'm i pretty sure we're all going to give the same answer in this. Um, yeah, if you're giving me the choice between Bengals-Rams and 49ers-Chiefs, give me Bengals-Rams all day long. That's mm-hmm. the what game about, I want to watch. What about Rams-Chiefs? Eh, nope. Nope, I don't want to see that. That's, I'm kind of with you guys. I yeah. absolutely hate the idea of the Niners going. So, like, put that yeah. out of your brain. Right. I, never, I, don't, mm-hmm. I do not want that. I hate that more than the Bengals going. 100%. Yeah, same. Chiefs bother me a little bit less. So, for me, as long as it's not the Niners, I'm cool. I'm also not going to tell you who the fuck to root for. It's not our <laughs> team. I like individual players. Like I yeah. like Joe Burrow a lot. I'm an LSU fan. My boyfriend won a national championship at LSU. I was at the game at when LSU last won the national championship. So I like Joe Burrow. I like Jamar Chase. Do I mm-hmm. like them when the Steelers play them? No, I fucking hate them when the Steelers play them. But yeah. we're not playing them. And it doesn't hurt us at all. Like if the Niners won, it would kind of hurt us because they get their mm-hmm. sixth. And it's like, well, we're not as elite as we thought we were. Right. Yeah. So, and it would be more recent, and that would just be so fucking annoying. So yeah. I'm dropping yep. so many f bombs today, guys. I'm very sorry uh, about that. I'm, just, I'm passionate. I got mm-hmm. engaged on Saturday, so I'm fired up. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think I'm with you guys. As I mean, as long as it's not the Niners. It, to be yeah. fair, I'm not that invested in any of it. I just want it to be a good game. As a fan of the sport of football, yeah. Please just let it be a good mm-hmm. game. Please. And please stop telling people how to be fans. Yes. Stop. It's weird. Just let them be fans of football. Go care about something else. I promise you (laughs) there's so much more in life to care about. I promise. Mm -hmm. My advice to you. Um, Before we wrap things up, it's, you know, our first off-season episode this year. So we just wanted to thank all of you for hanging out with us for the entire season Mm. and, you know, having, you know, trusting us to like – provide good content and talk about good stuff and sending in your questions. And like you guys make this show so great with your questions and interacting with us in the live chat on YouTube and that and Twitter, like all of this and the community that we're kind of building over here is the reason that we do this. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I just want to say thank you. And Mm -hmm. Sam and Jordan feel the same way. If y'all want to say anything. It's just been awesome. Like, yeah, yeah. It's hard to believe that, we, we've almost been doing this for a year one yeah, and that so many people have come alongside us for this crazy ride. I, it's just, it's been a blast and to be able to have other people to share, especially this season with, with how, uh, the emotional roller just, coaster. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yeah, exactly. Like it was, it was really great to kind of have that camaraderie with people and to get to meet at tailgates and games, it it was just really special. You made it what it was. And yeah. 
I mean, I wouldn't say looking forward to next season because I kind of want to rip <laughs> my eyeballs out thinking about that. Yeah, <laughs> Dr- I'm dreading next season, but I'm glad that we have all of you to dread it with. Yeah, so thank you. <laughs> You're wait, say that again because you kind of cut out. Ah, uh, yes, um, I'm dreading this next season. Obviously, yeah. that's no surprise. But I'm glad that we can all dread it. Together. together yeah oh that's so sweet. dreaded together <laughs> you know yeah you know, misery loves company it is i mean we, we survived covid we said we survived duck and mason being quarterbacks of this team at you know a couple mm-hmm. seasons ago we'll survive whatever the hell next season brings us it's probably yep. not gonna be great and we're still gonna be arguing about it <laughs> mm-hmm. I but that's know. okay Couple heart attacks, but I wouldn't want to do it. Death taxes and Steelers fans arguing with each other. Yes, the yeah. absolutes in life, guys. Uh-huh. We have a lot of exciting stuff coming up this off season, so stick around with us. We are not going anywhere, and I know a lot of people will be annoyed by that. But sorry about it. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. All right, let's wrap this thing up. As oh. always, it has been super real. Thank you, Steelers Nation. Steelers Nation. Good. Am I Sam? Am I Sam today? Mergen? Mergen. Mergen. Steelers Nation for joining us. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Yinzers and Instagram at Yinzers Official. And don't forget to subscribe to us, whether it's on our YouTube channel or wherever it is you listen to podcasts so that we can kick it every week. We will see you next Tuesday for another episode of Yinzers. Yinzers.